From winning state titles to serving her country. That's the path that Maggie Plaza, soon to be second lieutenant Plaza, has taken to get to where she is today. In high school, she was starring for the Central Wisconsin Storm. On their way to a state title, she also played for the softball team at DC Evers and the cross country team. From there, she decided to go to the Marquette ROTC program, and soon in May, she'll be commissioned as second lieutenant. We talked to Plaza about her journey from freshman year Maggie in high school all the way to where she is months away from graduation. We also talked to the head of the Marquette Army ROTC program, Lieutenant Colonel Iwanis Curiosis. He goes through her development as a leader in the program. We'll get right to Maggie. Enjoy. First, talk to me. What was it like to, to play athletics in high school and, and what was that experience like? Well, I definitely think it was a defining uh, experience for my high school career overall. Um, so I ran cross country in the fall, played hockey in the winter, and then softball in the spring for DC Everest. And um, I mean, playing hockey on the co-op team, the Central Wisconsin Storm, it was awesome to make some relations with girls from, well, other schools in the area, Wassa West, East, and Mosinee, but also throughout the state. So we obviously had a really great career um, all throughout my high school, and the program itself has been successful since it became a, a program. But we were good enough to go to the state hockey tournament every year. So freshman through senior year, I got to play down in Madison, which was awesome. And then, as you know, uh, we took home the state title when I was a senior. So that was that was a huge highlight of my high school experience. And then when I played for um, Mr. Matthews uh, for softball in the spring. That was honestly one of my favorite experiences. Um, it was much different than hockey because it was just DC Everest girls. And I have made friendships that I still talk to those girls today. And we were super successful um, as well. And when I was a senior, I think we had arguably one of the strongest teams just because there's so much talent embedded in that senior class. And um, we came up short a few times, unfortunately never made it to state, but I still gained so much experience, leadership, friendships that I say definitely define me into who I am today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and before I get to the, that leadership that you talked about, I want to talk about that state uh, title that you won with the storm. What was that moment like when you guys actually won the title? Um, I still vividly remember the goal that had us win um, the state title. And I mean, we, our team as a whole, we'd watch it over and over again. Cause um, obviously some of the news stations had it recorded. And I just remember, re I just remember feeling like four years of hard work finally paid off. Cause we would just miss it every, every single year. We just miss um, that championship game or the semifinal. And I mean, going into overtime with that goal and then they put out the whole red carpet and you accept the trophy. I mean, it was like everything finally paid off. No, there was no more uh, next year, next year. So I think it was like probably it was the best like, like sports experience in high school. Definitely. What did that experience teach you? A lot, but I'd say always remaining focused on the end goal from the first practice of every single season, we had the state title in our sights. So every practice, it was just one more closer to that um, game in March. And 
we never lost focus. So always having a goal in the back of your mind and every step you take is a step closer to that goal. I think that's something that can be applied in anything you do. And I definitely use that um, now that I'm in college. And it was also a little bittersweet. My senior class was pretty big that year and it was the last game we all played together. And, you know, it was a bittersweet moment knowing that the girls who were by your side the past four years through all the wins and losses, um, you know, that was it, but it couldn't have ended on a better note. Talk to me about what leadership was like um, with your teams, obviously being in that many teams, I've heard a lot about that. How did you develop as a leader during that time? And how did you kind of use your voice um, to elevate the level of the team? Um, so as a freshman for all of my sports, I had the privilege of playing on varsity. And I think that's when it really started. You know, you observe the leaders and the seniors who are on the team when you're an underclassman. And there are some examples of some not so great leaders that you could recognize their characteristics and choose to not apply that in your leadership style. But then there were some outstanding leaders that I just remember wanting to be like that when I was uh, a senior and how they influenced the whole team and made it a positive environment. So you're happy to show up every practice and give it your all because you want to do so well for those upperclassmen because they're going to be eventually playing their last game. So once I kind of got my voice as the years went on, when I was a senior, I was definitely more um, willing to have a voice Overall in high school though, it's kind of funny and I'll tie that into ROTC, but I was never really a vocal leader, um, more a leader by example. I was um, a little reserved, a little shy, but since I've been uh, here at Marquette doing Army ROTC with the Golden Eagle Battalion, I've definitely found my voice in more ways than one. And I think I'm a completely different per person from you know freshman Maggie playing with the storm, but that's everything I learned. Mm -hmm. Perfect. One last question about high school and then we'll transition into, mm -hmm. but talk to me a little bit more about the sophomore season and what that team was like. Um, Cause you said you liked, you almost liked that season more than hockey season. Talk to me about that. Yeah. Um, like I said, it was just a little more of a tight knit group because you'd see these girls at school and then you'd head down to the locker room right after school all together and kind of talk in the locker room before practice. But um, our relationships were very much different than those of my hockey team. And um, I, I remember when I was a freshman, that was my first time I had an appearance on um, the varsity team. And I, I just remember, you know, watching the varsity play a game against Stevens Point and I was eating some snacks and we were all kind of the JV team. We were all kind of talking and all of a sudden coach Matthews comes running out of the dugout and he points at me and he's like, you're up, you're up to bat next. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm not ready for this. But I, I didn't have a gauge of the importance of the game because I was a freshman and I was on JV. And so I wasn't even that nervous once I got up um, to bat. So I ended up getting a hit that drove in a run that um, really impacted the game, which at the time I, I had no, I had no idea how important it was, but I think that was the moment that made me realize how special being a part of that team was. Um, and the girls were always so, uh, there was no competition with, within our team. Everyone wanted the best for each other and we were all part of one school. And I think that was uh, super special. 
So you graduate uh, high school. You were a three-sport athlete. I believe you were all-conference in softball. You had just won the state title in hockey. Mm -hmm. What was the thought process as you started deciding colleges, you know, junior, senior, looking at your future options? Um, yeah, I, I always had in the back of my mind throughout high school that I wanted to play college hockey. Um, junior year is kind of a crucial year for high school female hockey players and things didn't really pan out how I wanted them to, but I, I thought that was, you know, that's just how the stars align. That doesn't mean that I can't do something, um, you know, worthwhile. And that's when I started exploring other options and, my brother's um, really good friend, he also played hockey with him. His name is Bryce Dively. He was a cadet here at Marquette in the Golden Eagle Battalion. And um, I was always kind of interested what he was doing because it, it looked cool. I, I didn't know much about it, but we actually hold something called Shadow Days here at Marquette for ROTC, where high school students can come and shadow a cadet and go to class with them, do our leadership labs, do physical um, training with us. And I signed up for that. And right, you know, right when I walked in the ROTC building, I just knew it was the place for me. That tight knit group that I had all throughout high school with um, different sports teams was definitely emulated in ROTC. And it was kind of like the same environment and you're all kind of working towards something. Um, there's tons of teamwork, leadership, physicality. So that kind of shifted my focus of what I wanted to do. And I filled out the national scholarship um, the fall of my senior year and ended up receiving a four-year scholarship in the winter of that year. So um, best, decision of, best decision of my life, hands down. So um, yeah. That's, that's good to hear. Was that something that was in your head before you shadowed or, or did it just kind of a light bulb hit it was not always on my radar my brother he's two years older than me he was a cadet at the air force academy um, during this time but i never understood what he was doing really and i didn't know a lot about the military not not um my family's not a military family so i presented this idea to my parents i had the shadow days um you know, paperwork and I did research on the national scholarship and I sat them down one day and I'm like, this is kind of what I want to do. I want to explore this shadow days. And if it ends up um, going well, I think this is what I want to do. And like I said before, I was a little shy reserved in, in high school. So they were just dumbfounded. They were like, from you, I, I, we would have never expected this. But once they kind of got the idea of what ROTC was, they were fully supportive and fully on board with that too. What was it like that first year in the program? Here at Marquette, it was very eye-opening because you go from zero military experience to just this whirlwind of information and acronyms and um, standard operating procedures on how a normal day looks in the military. Um, but since you're surrounded by that so much, you pick it up really quickly. And this is where I kind of saw how ROTC is very much like high school sports. Those seniors who have been in leadership positions and they've been developing their leadership skills for the past four years, they're nothing but um, willing to help and supportive and they wanna share their knowledge with you. They make it a positive environment where you show up every day and you just wanna give it your all because these people are putting in so much time and effort to make you a better leader too. 
John, I want to bring you in here a little bit now because she's starting to talk about the ROTC program at Marquette. What do you remember about her when she first stepped onto this campus and you first started to meet her and work with her? Maggie, you're going to have to you're going to have to keep me left to center. But one of the things that I'll tell you is, I uh, came into campus. It was the summer of seventeen, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So we have incoming orientation, and that's when all the new kids come in, and in the end of August, before the school year starts, and uh, we try to give them a little bit of flavor of what college is going to be like associated with Army ROTC. And uh, from from my perspective, one of the things I want to leave them with. Um, is, is, is this a little bit of a saying that kind of plays along the lines of, uh, as a cadet, you are just not, you're not a normal college student. And, uh, by saying that, um, in regard to the, the tremendous schedules they have to keep and the tremendous focus on accountability, physical accountability, being present and being asked to, uh, uh, to give more of themselves and not necessarily for themselves, but for everybody else. Uh, that's the kind of theme we leave them with. And when Maggie came in in August, it usually takes a little bit of time for us as cadre to pick up on who our performers are going to be. Um, you know, every year we bring in, you know, for example, this last year we brought in 26 freshmen, um, many of them on scholarship, some of them not. Uh, in the first three weeks, every, every year, regardless, you're going to start to see some attrition. And uh, we even saw, you know, a couple of kids that say, hey, this not, isn't exactly for me. And they'd walk away. And that's fine. That's part of the process. Uh, but it does take a little bit of time to, to kind of figure out who your superstars are. And I'll tell you, uh, quite up, you know, up front from the first physical fitness test to the, uh, to the attitude that Maggie's had, set that groundwork for freshman year. Um, I'm just glad she found Army ROTC, but more so this program uh, here in Milwaukee. Um, she's part of a special class too. So I've had the privilege of being in this position since January of 17. So what is, and I'm leaving this semester. This is my last semester here. So what does that mean in terms of timeline? So I've had the privilege of watching her come in as a freshman and I'm going to have the privilege of seeing her put on Lieutenant bars and be a leader in our army, uh, full fledged. And that, that in and of itself is is tremendously special, tremendous. Mm-hmm. So you've seen her develop as a leader. She talked about how she's gotten a little bit more vocal throughout this time. Talk to me about her development in your four years there. Yeah, she. Uh, uh, it, it does take a little bit of time, but I'll tell you, Mag, at her at her baseline heart, her leadership style is a personal leadership style. So she always has that foundation of being that leader by example. But she will engage. And if she uh, needs to, to, to address an issue or try to get somebody better to motivate somebody, uh, she'll have no issue with it. That's for sure. A couple of other qualities about Maggie that kind of play in line with the model. So one of the things that we preach, at least for high school level students before they come in and in the national process or even on on-campus recruiting the three-tier model that we look for is what we call a scholar, athlete, leader. A good mixture of those three components um, is, is usually indicative of somebody that's uh, going to stick with the program, going to do those four years, and is going to end up commissioning as an officer for our force. So coming into the door, and this might dovetail nicely with what, what she said, but 
d- coming into the door, she already has got a good, great baseline on athletics. Um, in particular, contact type sports, uh, you know, especially with Maggie and her hockey background. I mean, there's something to be said about contact sports that, uh, that I think appeals uh, to, to future leaders or people that are looking for future leaders in the Army, that's for sure. Uh, and the scholar, uh, the scholar part, tremendously smart, very intellect. Intellect is uh, top notch. Uh, the leadership part of it, well, I think through the they come in with what they have through the course of their time in high school, and many of them already have that leadership potential uh, before they come in. But that's kind of what the the ROTC kind of hones and, and and while encouraging, continuing to be a student and an athlete, it's that leadership component of the student athlete leader model that I think ROTC has a drastic effect on. So what is the end result for Maggie? Uh, she has climbed up to the ranks of being uh, uh, a, a uh, or named as a distinguished military graduate, uh, which is a title given to only the top performing cadets across the country, because uh, they do get ranked nationally. Um, so having that distinguished military graduate uh, connotation uh, to her indicates that she is among the best, not only at this program, uh, but also in ROTC as a whole. Um, so the, the other thing about, you know, tying it back to physicality and athletics, she's been part of something that ROTC calls uh, Rain, the Ranger Challenge Competition. No, I don't know how long you've been associated in, in Milwaukee with the ROTCs, but uh, don't know if you know anything about Ranger Challenge. Probably I do not, know. So we like to term it as the, the, the varsity sport for Army ROTC. Uh, in, in essence, it's hard to kind of describe to you unless you've seen it, but it is a grueling competition that tests not only physical acuity or physical prowess, mental acuity, uh, teamwork, military knowledge and skill, but also kind of a emotional strength too. Uh, it's an arduous uh, a task. We've had our competition go upwards of 23.2 miles, uh, and some t- teams have finished that in about you know seven, six and a half, seven hours. Uh, going through this this course that involves military skill competition, uh, shooting weapons, land navigation, medical treatment. It's a myriad of physical and military skill that they go through as a team. Maggie has been part of that team for quite some time, and she's been part of our A-team. She has also, in that effort, uh, she's been a tremendous part of of a particular run that we had uh, where we won first in the state, beating out all other UW schools uh, in Wisconsin and the Michigan UP, uh, going on to win in the Midwest, first place uh, finish, uh, then go, uh, then being invited to Sandhurst uh, International Military Competition at West Point. To give you even a little bit more of an appreciation for her role in that team, uh, generally speaking, the only rule to its contingent is that it's got to be uh, one to two females on a team of about 11 males. And she uh, typically is not only, uh, at, you know, in the middle of that group, she typically is beating out about half of that team to, to get them to where they need to be. Um, when we went to Sandhurst in 2019, that's my alma mater. So it was kind of funny for me to go back to my alma mater and take the team that I've been training at Marquette University to go compete. They did extremely well. Uh, they were one of eight teams that represented Cadet Command from coast to coast across the country, competing against 49 international teams uh, from places like Korea, Germany, etc. cetera. Uh, Maggie and her team ended up taking 16th place overall out of 49 
and the number two team, ROTC team in the country. Uh, so I harp so much on this Ranger Challenge and this invite to Sandhurst because it's probably about the most difficult thing that we can put our cadets through uh, as an ROTC activity. And she's right in the middle of it, and it has been for, uh, for I want to say, the whole time she's been with us. I don't know about the first year, but definitely sophomore, junior, and senior year. Um, Four years. Sir. That's been great. Has it been? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Um, but uh, anyway, just a couple of things. I hope I answered your question. Uh, your yeah, question, and I, I'm happy to say more. I, I'll t I can talk for another hour no, and a half, so I'm gonna shut up. No, no, no. You're you're totally <laughs> fine. No, I, I was actually about to ask you for that explanation because I, I could tell you were talking about it a little bit, but I wasn't exactly sure what it was. So um, thank you for that, Maggie. We talked about your athletic career in high school. And you brought that up. How did you use that high school career and bring it to, to what you're doing right now? Um, I would say the number one, arguably the number one um, aspect of high school athletics that would translate into ROTC was balancing your schedule and time management skills. Um, in high school, you have a pretty rigorous schedule. You'd miss some days of school to go um playing away game here and there. And you had to be on top of your academics because if you fell in that area, you'd be ineligible to play. Um, the same attitude transfers over to ROTC. If you're underperforming in your academics, that really doesn't, that really doesn't fly here at this program here at Marquette. So understanding how rigorous the ROTC schedule is and how demanding um, it is throughout the week we have a lot of training, especially at Marquette, um, our cadre and upperclassmen, seniors who are, who are also in leadership roles, push our cadets pretty hard because we are one of the best in the state, if, if not the best. And in order to get that title, you have to be willing to put in that work and that time outside of school hours um, for extra training. With that being said, you're still a full-time college student. So um, you need to prioritize and time manage to a point where you can perform in both areas to the best of your ability. Uh, another thing with that, um, physicality, absolutely. Like Lieutenant Colonel Curiasis said, coming in with a strong base and knowledge of how athletics and competition works, I immediately was drawn to Ranger Challenge. Um, and even within this big team of ROTC, we have upwards of 100 cadets here in our program. Um, you're also on a smaller, more, um, I guess you could call it intimate team because you get up a little earlier than the rest because you do a little more vigorous uh, PT to prepare yourself for the you know, conditions of the competition, but you really create strong friendships and bonds with the guys next to you. So um, those two aspects were what really translated from high school into the Marquette. Here. At the end of the semester, you're going to be commissioned as a second lieutenant. Um, how does it feel to be serving your country now after these, these four years? It kind of feels like winning a state championship, to be honest. Everything is coming back, uh, you know, coming to a close, and it ends on a bittersweet note because I've gone through – uh, ROTC and everything else with the soon-to-be lieutenants on my left and right. So I've made lifelong friends here, absolutely, um, similar to that in high school. You know, we had some wins, we had some losses, and I think that 
it just means so much to me to be able to serve my country with, you know, literally my brothers and sisters. So um, it almost feels the same as high school. That's great to hear. Last question I have. You talked about freshman Maggie, a little quiet, you know, kind of trying to get into the swing of things. What do you think she would say if she saw where you were right now? I think she would definitely want to strive to be, would want to strive to be like who I am right now. Um, if I was looking at myself and I was a freshman looking at my senior self, I would definitely be willing to put forth my best effort in order to make that person proud. It's someone I would want to be um, and someone I would want to see as a leader. So, I mean, I th- I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself um, as far as how I've come, how far I've come personally and professionally, because I don't think I would have saw myself doing what I do now. Um, you know, all the, all the Ranger Challenge competitions where the conditions are so bad, you, you could not possibly think you'll get to see the other side. Um, and then you see the other side and you look back and you're like, mm, that wasn't so bad. So I think, um, I just think that being where I am now has definitely uh, been impacted by every step leading up to this point come May when I'm a second lieutenant. Second Lieutenant Plaza has a ring to it. Congratulations and thank you for serving our country. Tomorrow we head to the court where Dylan Lasitza in Wisconsin Rapids hit his 1,000th career point. We'll talk to him about what led to that moment and the moment itself. Until then, that's all for the Highlight Zone podcast. If you have any episode ideas, feel free to email sports at WSAW.com. Until next time, thank you for listening to the WSAW Highlight Zone podcast and take care. Take care.